0: Welcome to the show, this is Danny Cola. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Action Coffee, some of the freshest coffee beans from Antigua, Guatemala. I swear this is some of the best coffee to start your day off. It's a very unique coffee taste and it's awesome. Go to www.drinkaction.com right now, shop around, take a look at the light, medium and dark roasts, the ambitious, the black and gold quality coffee. Take action today, start your day and drink action. This episode is also brought to you by Barbell Apparel. Check out the website at www.barbellapparel.com and get 10% off your order when you use promo code DANNY. My favorite are the chino pants. The jeans are so nice and fitted. You can even work out in them. They're so like stretchy. Quality shirts you know, for your athletic build, check them out. Use promo code Danny, com. And on this episode of the podcast, I have my friend TJ Lawson. TJ is one of the Viking Ninja training system coaches. Every time I go to Midwest Strength and Performance, I always learn some sort of steel mace flow or technique from one of the guys at the gym. It's just really, you know... A fun time to hang out over there and learn as much as I can from those guys. Viking Ninja is growing. We talk a little bit about what's to come for Viking Ninja in 2019. We talk a little bit about what makes a great coach. According to us, getting clients and getting teams and athletes excited about the working out, the protocol, and what they have to do to optimize on the highest level we have a great conversation as always. So, I don't want to ramble on any longer. So, enjoy the podcast people. All right, so like we're talking about coaching and getting excited yeah. about getting people inspired, getting people fired up. Matt Nagy, Coach Nagy. Ooh. You want to talk about getting a first year coach out of the out of nowhere. Yeah. That's coming up with schemes that are letting linemen score touchdowns and shit and all these trick plays. It's like Bears offense has never been like that. We've always no. been known for defense and exactly. now we got some young, high powered no names really, right? They're not exactly. really that established. I mean, Allen Robinson, right? He's
1: still young. He hasn't really been proven. I mean, he he did well on the Jaguars um hurt his leg yeah um you know potential is huge uh he was a huge free agent signing he was probably the top in the class but still you know wasn't really talked about as is one of the you know top five wide receivers in
0: the league that was the the most well-known guy but then you got and then i guess maybe like some of the old line white hair then Mm cow long obviously yeah uh, i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like i'm this football connoisseur i don't know i mean i don't know a whole ton Mm -hmm. about the game even though I played as a kicker, but, but uh, the Bears, in, as a whole, they're looking mm-hmm. fucking awesome, and I think it has a lot to do with number one. You were saying pace and being a GM. Yeah, the GM, right? Yeah. And then Nagy. Yeah. I've always I've always been inspired by great coaches because I always mm-hmm. saw myself as something like that. I mean, you're right. a coach, you're a fucking mm-hmm. teacher. So, like, what are your thoughts on what's happening in Chicago? Um,
1: uh, I think, well, just great things are happening. Yeah.
0: One, I mean, just, you know,
1: kind of getting back to the culture that really speaks to the fans. I mean, we've always been known as a defensive team. And, you know, that huge Khalil Mack trade, um, being able to re-sign Fuller, um, you know, having that pass rush um, – and just having that dominant defense, you know, really brought the fans back in. But then having Matt Nagy come in and really really changed the culture and really let everyone buy into the system. So it's not just like, you know, you have a coach who's just trying to, you know, this is what this is what we're going to do and and we're going to and this is the plan. We're just going to follow it and you guys have to follow it. Like, you know, I really think he's
0: really fired up the team in a way where they really believe in what he has to say. That's it right there. Exactly. He's got them excited, mm-hmm. right? He's got them excited to play football, to play for the, the city, to play for this team. And mm-hmm. that's that's something in a coach that's very important, right? Getting people fired up to want it, to do whatever it is that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Same thing with personal trainer. Like good personal trainers yeah. get their clients excited about exercise doing fun exercises keeping them in physically but not just that mentally right mm-hmm. when the going gets tough like we lost a couple the well, i'm saying we as bears fans yeah we get you know the bears they lost a couple close games right that they shouldn't have lost yeah you know and it's important to keep a a positive mindset Mm -hmm. when shit does go south like that. And it's important that the head coach is the one to, alongside, you know, key captains and and, and key leaders on the team. Mm -hmm. But the head coach, he goes down with the sinking ship when it goes down, but also brings them up in times when they need. So Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I think, you know, with – with those close losses, I think they learned a lot about themselves. It's a very young team. Yeah, they are and young. And one thing I love that Nagy has done is he's really let the youth just kind of be themselves. You know, yeah. after every win, you know, I love checking in on the, the social media page on that club dub. When you they're know? dancing in the locker Dance room. Dancing in the locker room. They got the strobe lights and yes. everything like that. It really lets them bring out, you know, themselves. Yeah. And they really feel like they can that, – that this is their team, that they're not being micromanaged by uh, – by a, a strict head coach, you know, he's in there dancing with him too. Yes, at, he is. And he's, he's at the end, you know, they they have that, they do the, the big boom at the end. He's, he has them do it like three or four times and every single person's doing it. So it's not, you don't, you have that too cool for school kid in the back who's just like, yeah, whatever, you know, they're all in there. Boom, one more time, <laughs> boom. You know, so he's really got them fired up. And, you know, even through those, through those close losses, I mean, one of the things that I've seen, Matt Nagy on his coaching card. I mean, you know when he has holds it up to his mouth. B U B U, and I think that, that not just for him. But I think for the whole team, it's just like, hey, just be you. You know, you don't have to pull out some fake facade where you have to be, you know, oh, well, we're monsters in the midway. We got to be tough, rough and tough. Like, no, be you because, you know, you're already a bad dude because you're on the Bears.
0: Yes. You know, I think it's a good message, not just for sports, but like for regular people doing life. You know, I think a lot of times people want to put this fake front on to show that they're bigger and badder than they really are. But at the end of the day, it's like you're not going to be the best version of you unless you're actually being you mm-hmm. you know and it's, it's cool it's cool to see this culture uh growing in chicago especially with a young team uh, a resilient team anything could happen in the playoffs it's been a long time since we've seen a bears playoff game do you remember um the last time oh yeah oh uh, six no, two thousand
1: ten. Two thousand ten when 2010
0: 2010 when we were 2010
1: in the we went to the nfc championship and we lost a heartbreak for the green bay packers in the nfc championship hold on really absolutely Dude. Oh. oh yeah, Google
0: Google it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was
0: Cutler the quarterback?
1: Cutler was a quarterback.
0: 2010? 2010. God damn, I can't even You know what, dude? You know what I was doing at that time? I was uh so I was kicking in college mm-hmm. and I was in I'll tell you, I know exactly what I was doing at this time. I was in <laughs> I was in Pekin, Illinois. Okay. And I was at this kicking camp and I got to kick with some NFL guys, some NFL prospects as well. Mm-hmm. But I remember the game was on while we were in the middle of the camp and I was like, do I want to excel my college kicking career or do I want to sit down and watch this game? Right. You know? So, you know, that's another good point. Sometimes in life there are things that are going on that you want to do, but you can't because you're going all in on something that's important to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right. So 2010, we've, we I'm sure we got So 2010 by- was, so 2012 was the last time we were in the
1: playoffs. 2006 was the last time we were in the Super Bowl. Yes. Now, that was that year now was that, – Now, that's
0: memorable, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's why you get that one first. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Like, there was a lot of memorable games. Mm-hmm. Like, the NFC Championship that year in 06, yeah, the game against the, against the Saints, Saints in the snow in mm-hmm. Chicago. Oh, man. Brian Urlacher and that crazy defense. Yep. That was the year that Devin Hester was a rookie, uh, and he took back, like, 10 or 12 touchdowns to the house. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, he was uh, – it was back when special teams was – Huge, I yeah. Mean, I nowadays
0: the rule changes and everything, but back then Devin Hester was was a household name in Chicago. Hell yeah! And I remember like Facebook, was, you know, was the time where it's like Danny Cola is. Remember that? Yeah. And I was like, Danny Cola is watching the Bears, <laughs> <laughs> the best in Chicago. Only wear 23 yeah, or some right? shit like that, Dude, you know? Yeah, I mean it was. I mean, 23 has has rich history in Chicago. Man. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, it was a fun, it was a fun team to watch. I got to, uh, I got to train with Robbie Gold around okay. that time, and he would do it. Obviously, even today, he's still somebody that's reliable and putting points on the board. And I'll tell you from firsthand experience, from just mm-hmm. you know, I only kicked with him a couple times. His brother was my primary kicking coach when I was okay. uh, when I was in college, so I got a lot of information from him. In fact, he told, his name is Beep. Chris Gold, but he goes by Beep. Beep, he, nice. Beep, yeah. <laughs> he's now, the, um, I don't know if he's still there, but he recently was one of the special teams coaches of the Broncos. And okay. I think he was on the staff when they won, back when Peyton Manning won with them. Super Bowl 50, I think that was. Oh. Um, but I found out that Beep got Robbie into kicking before okay. Robbie thought kicking was, you know, anything of you yeah, know, something, something he, that he, can, he do. can do. Um, but, yeah, the, the mindset that both of those guys have the laser Mm -hmm. focus the attention to detail the mental ability it takes to kick and be consistent and pick yourself up after time being down you know after you miss a field goal i've been there it sucks it's not a good feeling you gotta make like taylor swift i like to say and shake it off (laughs) great (laughs) reference you right right um yeah you gotta figure out a way to just not pay attention to what you had done in the past and then continue to thrive. Those guys, Robbie Gold, Beep Gold, especially... Taught me that, mm-hmm. and it was cool to just be around that. And then the Bears let, let Robbie Gold go because a little expensive. And now yeah. we've had some kicking problems. I yeah. don't want to turn this into a kicking podcast, oh, but that's no, what I it's love a, talking about. Yeah, you know? of course. What, right? what, so, do you, did you ever like uh, try kicking a football? I know you have a football pass, but have yeah. you ever
1: done that? Um, uh, so, as far as kicking goes, no. But I was part of the kicking unit. I was long snapper.
0: Right, right. That was the case. That was the case. You so I'd always, I'd always long snap to the punter or long snap it to the holder. So, dude, that's a, that's a very, very very important job. And mm-hmm. like I said, you come play on my flag team, which is going to be, you know, we're playing in nationals in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, a long snapper is always like a crucial position. And I got a couple guys on the team that know how to long slap and long snap. Um, so that's good, but you can never have too many long snappers can never have too many holders. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so what, what coaches, and we were, we grew up in Chicago. You're, you're a suburb of Chicago kid. Mm-hmm. What coaches really impacted you uh, in your career thus far? Because you're, okay. you know, you're a trainer, you're a coach, you you impact people. Has there anybody uh, in your past, uh, professionally or, or not, really made a significant impact on the way you coach and the way you instruct?
1: Yeah. Now, uh, just, just three coaches off the bed. I'll go through them real quick. Um, first one was just my high school coach. Um, and you, you went know, to
0: Algonquin High School? Yeah, I went
1: to Algonquin High School. Was, uh, uh, Harry D. Jacobs High School. And, you know, as far as coaching football, I mean, he was just your basic high school coach. We'd always go, you know, middle of the pack. We had great talent, but, you know, our offensive scheme wasn't too tricky or anything like that. We had great athletes, but he really, really uh, rammed home the point of just being a man, just being just being a responsible, um, faith-based man. And that's one thing that I just uh, clung on to and, you know, always be responsible, always – you know, stand up for yourself and and always be uh, just just a good solid man, not not to just go with the crowd and a model a role model. Exactly. Somebody of influence. It's exactly. important it's
0: important to teach young kids. Mm-hmm. That.
1: so he really excelled in that area. So that's where I think I got my good foundation from. My next one would be my defensive coordinator in college football. So I played defense in college football and you went into you went to Wisconsin. I uh, went to Carroll University's uh, Division three school. Carroll, right? And he's now the head coach of the team now. Oh, he's cool! He was just he was just a just a great dude. He had a great philosophy, and he just really pushed every athlete to bring out. I mean, the the best that they had. He never he he never beat around the bush. I mean, he never sugarcoated anything. He always told me, Hey, TJ, you know you're on a path. Right now, where your senior year, that spot is yours. If you just stick stick there, you're gonna have that spot, and no one's gonna be able to take it. And that's just the path I followed. And sure enough, senior year, it was my spot. To my spot, pretty much to lose. And he just really gave me that good attitude. Cool. You know, I mean, having a great attitude um, is is just half the battle because if you just walk in poor attitude, just you already know you're gonna fail.
0: Well, like the, when a coach tells you, like, "Hey, this is your spot." Mm -hmm. This is what you're in line for. That gives you so much motivation, intrinsic motivation. It makes you feel good. It's confidence because your coach is telling you, hey, he believes in me, Mm -hmm. right? And I need to step up here. I need to be responsible and and, and be there for my team, you know, Mm -hmm. knowing your role and and all that. It's a very important aspect of a coach. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have one more, right? Uh,
1: One more would be uh, his, I interned at UCLA and he was an assistant coach there. Um, he just got hired. It was funny because he just got hired on like in the middle of my internship. And his name's Eric Schmidt. He's was an assistant coach there, strength coach. He worked with uh, mostly the swimming teams. Yeah, I think
0: you remember. I think I remember you. Um, me yeah, about I might
1: have mentioned him uh, in the last podcast That's we right. were on. And he now is the head strength coach at uh, UC Santa Barbara. And he he's just a huge positive dude i mean he's always like he's always had a smile on his face and he was he just practiced what he preached i mean all, all the programs he wrote i mean he'd willing to do the whole thing and i mean you could just see like one he was a ridiculous athlete um just ridiculously intelligent and it just made me strive like man how could someone that's just like so positive just does all this stuff and you know is equally strong equally smart like, man, this
0: is just a great person to emulate as a coach. Dude, that's a good thing right there. I did a podcast yesterday. and We were talking about, you know, the types of tools that we can use to enhance our business and whatever, but we were talking about young trainers and what's a good advice to give young trainers and it's practice what you preach. Like yeah. if you're this, you know, slob and irresponsible person your team isn't gonna look at you with this uh, excitement to get after it. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna buy into what you're selling, right? Because obviously there doesn't there's no credibility there, mm-hmm. you know. And you're lucky, man, to be around to be around people at UCLA and and you know head strength coaches. It's just it's dude, it's oh, cool, That's awesome.
1: Yeah, and it's not to and it's not to you know. I mean, I had like every person that I worked under at UCLA sure. was was excellent. I just had the opportunity to work with him the most, and I you know, picked up on a lot of his teachings
0: the most. Yeah, so. dude, fuck yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that, that gets me fired up. And just mm-hmm. to kind of, like, sit here and and, and do some of the, the steel mace moves and just, you know, we were working out, like, 30 minutes, not even, you know, we got some footage. Just the way you explain things, your your energy. And I, even though that's not measurable, mm-hmm. it's a real thing. I don't yeah. care what anybody has to say. And there's definitely, uh, you know, good quality teaching good good energy coming from you tj i really appreciate your time i appreciate that man fuck yeah dude <laughs> um I, I, something that i, you know, I told you I, i've been doing podcasts all week i've been like five mm-hmm. podcasts in the last two days and hustling, s- hustling. <laughs> just doing it i really i really enjoy doing it i like picking the brains of people i like putting myself in a situation that's a little uncomfortable right um and and seeing how you know selfishly how i you know, come out of it Yeah, Uh, and then, you know, pick the brain of somebody else and learn. That's something that I'm really passionate about, but something I've been talking about the last, the last five podcasts that I did was mindset and visualizing Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. How much does that play into a role for you personally in your day to day when you're doing, you know, when you're planning your workouts personally, when you're planning workouts for your clients, when you're planning stuff for Viking Ninja, how much does visualization and, and that type of mindset, stuff play a role in your in your day-to-day um
1: i think it play uh, it plays a huge part because with each client comes different challenges mm-hmm. and with each different situation because as most trainers know most coaches know i mean your client could come in you could have a great you know leg day plan for them they go oh man you know i twisted my ankle walking in the door got to adjust, <laughs> got to adjust. and then boom you know you can't you can't just be like oh well there goes our day yeah. you know you got to adjust. be like oh hey you know what that's that's okay we can work around it. Um, and then just kind of, you know, waking up in the morning just on a day-to-day basis. Like, you know, you can you can wake up on either side of the bed, man. You can wake up on the right side or the wrong side. And that's really a choice, I, in my
0: opinion. I agree with you. I agree with you. I was listening to Wim Hof yesterday, mm-hmm. and he's like, it's all in your mind. You have the ability Everyone has the ability And it's like talks You know he's from He's he's Dutch But (laughs) it's, it's true Everyone has the ability To go deep In their conscious mind To choose How you want to feel today Exactly And how you want to go About your shit Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day on a podcast, of course, about of course. Re- reevaluation and yeah. how we're the only beings in this world that actually have the ability to reevaluate what's going on mm-hmm. to plan for the future, right? It makes us this intelligent being. Yeah. Um, do you have any like special techniques for reevaluation? Like, do you do anything specially, or um, do you just no. kind of like, are you in your head? You talk about things, you write. Like, is there any like techniques? Uh, that you, I would play? say,
1: like you know, uh, so I spend a lot of time. Uh, commuting, and I kind of use that time to uh, just just like reflect and not not so much meditation but to think about like okay what what 's going on You know i 'm not always right hundred percent of the time. I make mistakes. How do I learn from that? Um, how do I make myself better than I was yesterday? And so I use I just use that time, you know, whether it's you know some people have time in the morning, you know I have like a 35 minute commute in the morning, kind of like a 40 minute commute back, depending on traffic. So I get about roughly a little over an hour to kind of just just like uh, self reflect on choices I've made, you know what what's going right in my life, what's not going the best, what I can change about it. You know, if it was a good day or it was a bad day, you know, how can, how can I best utilize my attitude to make sure that,
0: you know, the next day is better? Dude, I am with you 100%. It's, the commute can be looked at negatively. A Mm -hmm. lot of people are like, well, I hate traffic and I, you know, I drive the drive so far and gas and all this shit and like... Especially when you're in a small town that has everything accessible to you in two minutes you drive 25 minutes Oh my god, it's so far. And this was dude This was like the majority of my life growing up because I Mm -hmm. lived around O'Hare and you have everything within a Two to three minute drive literally so you have to go 20 minutes 25 minutes out of your way You know the mindset it's, it's so far, but I've learned in this last decade you know from the last nine years, ever since I've been teaching, I've I've had a long commute, like you, you know, it was an hour, an hour there, an hour back, and that reflection in your head, the way you were just saying, that's a form of meditation, and mm-hmm. that's so important. And it's I'm I'm glad that to hear you talk about it, somebody of your stature, somebody of your, you know, like you, you know, your caliber, to do things like that is powerful. Yeah, and I think man. it's a message that that people need to yeah. hear. Um, interesting stuff. Um, let's see where I want to go with, um, I want to go with more talking about steel mace. I want to transition a little bit because there were some things that I would think I was thinking about earlier. And I hear this a lot with people is it challenges your nervous system and your brain is on fire. Yep. I have trouble explaining that to people. Right. My explanation is. I'm, my brain's on fire because I'm thinking about how the hell I'm going to do this next movement, right? I'm still very, uh, I would call myself a novice when it comes to steel mace work. I've only been doing it six months, not Mm -hmm. even less than that. But what does that mean? Can you unpack the whole, it, 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 it strengthens your nervous system. it, It brings your brain on fire. Can you unpack that for me? Yeah. So I think the, the offset, um, like as far as mace, it's, it's an offset weight.
1: I mean, it's a, it's a bar with a ball at the end. And it's a size. great way to put it, a bar well, with a ball. Dude. Yeah, I love I mean, it. It's it's, it's uh, so that that offset weight um, it really has to. Um, you really have to think and have more intention. I mean, just to put in more of a literal literal example. Yeah, like to make sure that your technique is sound. I mean, are you are you giving into the physics of the mace? You know, are you letting the weight come more towards the center so you have. The, like the heavy part of the mace closer to your chest, and your others and the handles way out, out on the side. So, like, one arm's more extended, one arm's closer to the rib cage. So, having that intention with your mind, knowing that, like, oh, hey, if I want to be symmetrical, I have to activate on the other side even more, mm-hmm. where a lot of people can just let that side lack. So, like, one thing you see is, um, People, if they're just holding it in a basic like horizontal middle position where it's across like the top of their top of their stomach, all right, do they have it tight, or are they pushing it out to make sure that their body is symmetrical? I mean, that takes activation through the brain, and that's where you kind of get more of that brain activity because you can't just, you know, just hold it and just go go with the flow of it because, you know, you're gonna hurt yourself, right? Or you're gonna you set yourself up for some chronic limitations whether it it be, you know, through connective tissue, through your wrist or through your elbow, um, if you're not getting full extension on certain things, um, just to kind of put it in a more literal example, um, that, uh, if you're not fully aware of what movements you're doing, it's very easy to get off balance. It's very easy to let, again, the physics of the mace take over to where it wants to
0: just travel right to your center, the center of your body, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Well said. That's, yeah. that's, I mean, that's nice because like, I, I have trouble answering that question. I like the whole idea about your brain is on fire and the whole working of the central nervous system. Cause mm-hmm. it's very important. And thank you for, for unpacking that. Um, I started working with steel clubs, yes and I think I was here about I don't even know how long ago that influencer mm-hmm. party was, but uh, I bought some yes. Uh just not, not really knowing how to use them just you know mm-hmm. kinesthetically learning, learning by yeah. doing, watching videos, trying them out. Um, explain to me a little bit about your relationship with clubs. we talk kettlebells, we talk mace right. talk a little bit about. Uh how you like working with these clubs. Uh,
1: I mean, I love working with the clubs. I don't work with them as much, but I do... I mean, there's a couple movements that I just absolutely love. I mean, I love doing, like, a uh, a club swing to, like, a clean. So you're cleaning mm. up to the shoulder, and it's in a vertical position. I like that, too. Holding it offset, I mean, yep. I like doing a shouldered squat because it's a simple movement that a lot of people can do. Um, doing any type of... Like club mill, so you know you're kind of swinging it, casting it around your head, bringing yes. it back. It's great for shoulder mobility, grip strength. That's one thing that I find with the club is that it really challenges your grip because it it's the handle short, but then it really bows out into a heavy weight depending on what kind of weight That's you true. have. So any type of single, any type of single arm work, anything like that, you're really going to challenge that grip strength, and um, you know a lot of people either they f- they discover clubs through the mace or they discover mace through the, through the club and they really work well together in the fact that you can do a lot of the sim of similar movements with them yep
0: but um the size of this, the handle, yeah. It's it's much more functional when it comes to doing mills like that and working mm-hmm. shoulders and so many people have issues with shoulders. Yeah. You know, and neck and, and, and the back and all that. And dude, it's just it's fun it's fun to move this around. I yeah. swear to God. It's and so like
1: good. and like one of the I think one of the most beneficial parts of the clubs is like the, just the light ones. Hell I mean, yeah. You'll see a lot of people like, especially on Instagram and And just wherever you see club work done, I mean, they're getting huge benefits from just working their mobility through light clubs, whether it be light club mills. I mean, I've seen people, you know, that have wrist issues that just really develop great wrist mobility by just by just working the club around their wrist. And, you know, Hmm. you some people think, like, how how can I get benefits from a two pound club? I'm just like, well, if you look at how it's weighted and. What you can do with it. it can really open up your shoulders, especially post-injury.
0: Yes. So stuff like I mean, don't always have to go heavy on the club, even though. Although it lo- it looks really intriguing, like when I see somebody like throw the club on their shoulder and do those cleans yeah. and up- upright, and, absolutely, and doing the mills around their head and getting the momentum and and and, and really getting into a flow with it. It's really interesting, and I, I'm I'm excited that you know at first I. I I was thinking about this the other day, like I've been in the industry of teaching fitness for 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, I was a young man when I got into it, yeah, but sure. I never really heard much or knew, knew anything about like mobility and durability, Right. you know, and I'm still, I would even consider myself a learner in that, novice yeah. really, you know, and um, it's just so important and it's so important for longevity and you combine mm-hmm. that with, you know, with a lot of other things like sleep and nutrition yeah. and, you know, a, a purposeful vocation it really, really adds to this longevity piece. And with all this information that we've been accumulating in the last 10 years, it's just, I mean, in, now it's, it's so different from just, you know, the early 2000s. Like, we know so much more. We, we have the uh, the ability to engage with more. And, like, who knows how long our bodies will be able to, and our minds will be able to last now, yeah. you know? If we're born in the 80s and 90s and the 2000s, hopefully, like, this, this generation that gets so you know accustomed to working their phone it's not going to really kill them so you know (laughs) like mentally long term but i'm looking down the line long term like guys like me and you who are taking care of their bodies and and Mm -hmm. brains in you know in their youth right how how long are we going to be able to live quality lives yeah you know what i'm saying yeah of course i think i think it's something to ponder and i'm very interested to uh continue down this path talk to guys like you Mm -hmm. and I think it's so important to just keep building up the people around us. Yeah, you know, teaching this type of shit, man. Yeah, I'm really, It gets me, gets me excited. It Dude, gets, me, of course. gets me excited. Yeah, I mean,
1: as as just like a trainer and coach, I mean, you know, being able to pass this knowledge on to someone who, you know, is just they they see fitness or they see working out and training as just going to like a big big uh, corporate gym, yeah, a marquee gym, or, yeah, you know, export. Where, you know, you hop on a machine or you hop on the bench
0: press and, you know, you got to make sure you have a big chest or
1: abs, or you know, got to make sure the glutes are looking good. Yeah. And,
0: or I need to lose 10 pounds, wherever they got that information. from. Right.
1: Of course. And, you know, just seeing how, you know, moving in, in a different way, using tools that aren't balanced, that aren't meant to be easily lifted without intention. I yeah. think that's where, you know training sh- has been going and people are starting to pick up on that. I mean even even different uh modalities like even CrossFit, you know, where there I've seen some CrossFit uh gyms uh adopting these tools and putting them in their their wads and stuff like that. Um just bringing that that more intentionality and, and back to the back to the the, the mindset, the, mind, the brain yeah. and the mindfulness yeah. of it to where like hey, instead of like like how much can I throw on a hack squat or a leg press and just pound away, you know, how, how well can I do a single arm rack kettlebell squat? Yeah. Can I get into a full squat? Can, can I make sure my knees don't valgus collapse when I'm doing a squat? Can I make sure that there's ample glute activation in certain movements? Yeah.
0: And not to say that there's not a place for these heavy movements, like heavy deadlift, Mm-hmm. Squats and bench press. There's definitely a place and it oh, serves. absolutely. How, but how much do these style of movements, these mindful practices, help those other things?
1: Oh, I mean, it, I, you it, know? It, I mean it's huge. It's a huge compliment. I mean, because not only are you, again, being more aware, self-aware, being more mindful of what you're doing, but then you you go into, like, a heavy deadlift. And then just the – everyone always says the setup is, like, the most important part of the deadlift. So mm-hmm. now you're really bringing more of that – that mindfulness to your setup like hey are my is my is my stance where it needs to be all right are my hips in the right position is my back locked in? am i taking a nice deep breath and locking my core in am i driving up am i are my quads firing are my hips firing at the right There it is,
0: dude that's all like the, the mental game again there there's mm-hmm. the nervous system right and then there as, too.
1: and then as you go through that lift I mean, you can kind of tell like, oh, well, my glutes aren't firing, so maybe I need to do more glute bridges or, you know, my quads aren't strong enough to, for the initial part of the lift. So maybe I should do some more squats, some more front squats and mm. something like that. So now you can adapt your training because you were more mindful in the movements you were doing with say unconventional
0: or just basic conventional uh, lifts. So dude, mind blown. <laughs> my, no, I'm serious. Like, it's just like, it's good. It's, it's good to hear it's refreshing to hear information like this, you know, it just Mm -hmm. makes me feel more confident that I'm going down, you know, a brighter path, more positive path. Yeah. And, you know, you get guys like yourself who've been influenced by smart coaches, prestigious, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, reputable schools. It's, it's nice. It's nice to hear stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel really, I feel good about this, this direction. Talk a little bit about, um, Viking Ninja, talk a little bit about 2019 for Viking Ninja, if you can. Can you, can you unveil I mean, some information? Yeah, I, can, I can unveil a little just, bit. You don't have to go, you don't have to go too far. Yeah, I
1: won't, I won't go, I won't go too far, but, um, you know, Viking Ninja, we really want to bring just core foundation and sound technique and principles to body weight, steel mace training, and have it, uh, transition into other modalities. I mean, like steel clubs, striking, um, steel mace yoga, um, so that's kind of what the the whole philosophy is behind it. I mean, uh, Eric Isak Milan wrote the Viking Ninja Elements book, and that goes into huge depth about the the philosophy
0: and the principles behind it. Yeah, I'm trying. So I'm try- side note. I'm trying to get him on a podcast talking about the book. Yes, I'm not done with it yet. It mm-hmm. is in depth, like you're saying. Yeah. Um, but I would love to like, and I hope he hears this. Like, I would love to like. You know, just pick his brain about oh, yeah. those types of things and, you know, just, you know, spread the word about this because yeah. this is this is the real deal. And, and the cool thing is, is uh, I believe it's one of like six
1: books he's going to write on it. So, like, everyone's like, okay, you know, this is, this is great, but I'd like more information on certain things. Well, I mean, he's about to write five more Pump books. Pump the brakes, people. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, com- it's coming. You know, so, um, no, I mean, there's... Uh, you know, anyone that's been following ESIC knows that there are plans for a facility yep. coming in. Um, Is there, like,
0: a set date for when that's coming out? Um, not
1: what? exactly. I know, uh, like, we're, we're working on getting everything finalized real soon. So as soon as everything's finalized, you know, then there will be big announcements as far as that goes. Um, you know, Early with Viking it. Ninja, we plan on having uh, probably about 12 events next year. I mean, we're, that's what we're kind of shooting for. Um, And they're going to be, you know, there's going to be some here and they're going to be different ones. There's going to be like, uh, like Mindful Mechanics, which is just kind of like a a clinic to where you can um, utilize body weight and steel mace movements um, and how to use them in a Mindful Mechanics sequence. Um, Awesome. Then there's white belt certifications to where it's like the, like the beginner portion of, you know, joining kind of like the whole Viking Ninja movement. Yes. To where... Um, you get the foundational body weight movements, and then you get the foundational steel mason movements, kind of like the white belt. I mean, it's, it, it, it is basic because we want people to kind of
0: have, have that strong foundation, know exactly why we're doing this stuff. The white belt, the white belt was cool. Yeah. I I, man, I got so much out of that. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, I, basic yes, but you need that with with tools like this. It's gonna take some time initially to learn, right? And you know? and, and that doesn't mean you know it's just just like any other just like any other
1: uh, system that uses like a belting system. Yeah. So if you go into like jujitsu, you go into any form of martial art. You know, you start with a white belt, they're going to teach you the basics. Like, hey, this is this is how you step into this, or this right. is how you throw a punch. Or, this and you is- want to
0: get into good habits. You don't want to practice shit with bad habits. You know, I've been guilty of that. We think mm-hmm. we've all been guilty of that to a certain extent. And have you ever heard of this saying, how you do anything is how you do everything? Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about that lately. And I'm like, I approach things so much half-assed sometimes mm-hmm. that I don't want to do that because then they're going to have half ass tendencies in other areas of my life that it's not it's not productive and it's not right positive you know what I'm saying but yeah it's cool so um what else what else can I get out of you with Viking like Ninja um uh, what do you ex- how about this what are you most excited about for this year um uh, for this year uh just
1: just uh I would say um getting getting to the 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 facility the academy I mean um, I think f- from there, a lot of stuff is going to expand. So yes. when everything gets finalized, and you know we we you know break ground, quote unquote, um, I think people are going to kind of see what Isik's been working towards. You know, ever since um, you know he wanted to take Viking Ninja and bring it to a bigger platform, I you know he's been he's been kind of just. Like putting his nose to the grindstone, he hasn't been putting too much out. Um, he's been hinting at sort uh, certain things, and once once you know the spring and summer of 2019 rolls around, and all these things that he's been working for start to really come through, I think the growth is going to be kind of exponential. You know, they're going to see they're going to see like okay, he. You know, it's more than just, like, him trying to just build something out of his basement. I mean, he's got a lot, a lot of people that back him, both um, both physically, like, in the sense of, like, people that want to just work, like, uh, you know, uh, myself, Zane, Jimmy, right. Phil, all the guys here at MSP, but then also, you know, he's got people that, you know, trust him, you know, uh, financially that... You know, they're they're putting their trust in him. And, yep. and that's why, you know, he's uh, hopefully getting uh, this facility going. And I think from there, uh, a lot of people are just going to kind of understand why, okay,
0: this is why this person, you know, invested in in sick 100%. So Yeah, he's an interesting guy, man. I, I, I'm all, I mean, I've only, you know, talked with him a handful of times. You know, we've done the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was here for a couple of uh of workshops I did the striking I did the the steel mace or the white belt and uh, yeah there's definitely some fire there and yeah. I'm really um I'm really excited for all of you guys. I'm excited for Viking Ninja. I think it's so beneficial to so many people mm-hmm. and I'm glad that things are really starting to to blossom and like you said once the spring and summertime come around and and, and things get finalized or whatever it is. Yeah, boom, ripple effects are going to start yeah, happening. Cuz I mean when
1: when when you're doing something this big, I mean it's it's a lot of work and there's a lot of paperwork that's got to get sure. done and make sure that a lot of a lot of things that got to get tied up. So, you know, try not to try not to put too much out there. Um, just to make sure that everything, you know, make sure the ink dries on everything, and you know, once it does, I think, you know, this hard work that Isik has been putting in, is, and you guys too, yeah, is, it's just it's just gonna come to come to fruition, and yep. and then people are gonna see like, oh, dang, like you know, this he built this, you know, with our help, and you know, people are gonna see that you know Viking Ninja is going to be something where a lot of people can grow with. It's not going to be just just like oh hey, we finally have this facility that we're just going to try and keep to ourselves like no, we want to grow Viking Ninja. Whoever wants to join in has has the opportunity to do that. So
0: opportunity equal opportunity. I love it. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm excited for you guys, and I can't thank you enough for your time, dude. Of course, this was great. I always learn something when mm-hmm. I come here, and it's just it's a fun time, you know. Yeah, Kick absolutely, the brain, man. A guy yeah, like you're you.
1: you're a solid dude, man. You know? I appreciate so that. I, got got great questions, and you know you always love talking football. Yeah, you know? I, love, I, 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 I love like talking. I like talking
0: sports. <laughs> I like talking. I like I just like talking things that get me excited, to get other mm-hmm. people excited, because I think that's what we got to aim for. We have to aim for excitement, because when we talk about it's that choice when you get exactly. out of bed to be happy or sad or whatever. It's exactly. like that. you know, do what drives you. Do what's going to challenge you. Do mm-hmm. what's going to make you grow. Mm-hmm. And the key to all this, and I know this sounds so fucking corny and and, and hippy <laughs> dippy, and I said this a bunch of times in the last few podcasts. I right. but it's it's got to be love derived. It's got to be yeah. love driven. You know, Man, absolutely.
1: And it's the strongest force. It,
0: it, it is the force. It is consciousness. I'm convinced by that. It is. Mm-hmm. It is all and it's all one which just sounds so corny too but um, <laughs> don't, it's, it's, it, it is what it is i don't know i can't it's explain the truth. it it's the truth man yeah and that's just, yeah it's it's something that um it's inexplainable because we have yet the the vocabulary to to kind of decipher it um but i do know that it leads to long-term health it leads to happiness excitement and all that shit so i appreciate your time and absolutely uh, man. i'm excited for viking ninja 2019 and, uh, let's and, look, and, and
1: Bears playoff game, and on, Bears Sunday, playoff game on Sunday, boy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Let's leave it off with how people could uh, find you. How can they find Viking Ninja? I know we said it multiple times, but, you know, you can go ahead and let, drop um, it again. Uh,
1: so, yeah, so you can find us uh, at mspgym.com, vknja.com. Um, feel free to come out and visit us anytime. We're in West Chicago, which is a suburb of Chicago. A lot of people uh, come out to Chicago and they want to come out to the gym. Say, hey, it's just you know, a little bit of a drive out, but we're worth it. <laughs> yeah, you know, we promise. Just take um, that take
0: that drive. Enjoy the whatever long trip it is. And, yeah. You know, do some reflection, listen to a podcast, right. to some music. It's worth it.
1: Yeah. So, and then uh, just kind of be on the lookout. I mean, we're going to you know, uh, as soon as everything settles, we're going to be in the North Dallas area um at a at a, a huge facility man so Hell
0: yeah dude it looks awesome it looks awesome i can't be any more excited and they can find you on instagram at coach underscore uh, right?
1: yeah absolutely You can find me don't forget me. that also cause. uh vknja steel mace um i got a great team that's posting up awesome stuff so be on the lookout
0: for that awesome all right, everybody have a good day love you all peace That was the podcast, everybody. I hope you enjoyed. It was a fun conversation to have. TJ's a wealth of knowledge, and I couldn't be any more excited for what's to come for Viking Ninja. Make sure to follow TJ at coach underscore TJ underscore Lawson. And uh, follow MSP at MSP Gym. Follow Viking Ninja. There's so many Viking Ninja accounts. VKNJ, VKNJ Academy, VKNJ Steel Mace. Check them all out viking ninja body weight viking ninja striking there's so much to learn from this training system that I, I mean i can't wait to learn more and that's it folks check out my instagram Danny Cola fitness check out action coffee drink action and barbell apparel and that's it have a wonderful day everybody peace